This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. To the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Okay. Dylan Holloway, prospect for your Edmonton Oilers, playing with the Bakersfield Condors, coming up after the 7 o'clock news tonight. You will want to hear from him on how he's adjusting to the AHL, how he got through that uh, scaphoid injury that derailed him in the summer and in the fall from starting the season on time. Going to be good to speak with him. Uh, Kevin Lowe coming up in a couple of minutes as uh, we'll have some all-star game Memories of 1989. That was the, uh, I think that was the 40th All-Star Game at Northlands Coliseum in Edmonton. Kevin Lowe, the coach tomorrow uh, for the uh, alumni game between the Oilers alumni and Montreal Canadiens alumni. It is at Sakers Acres. It starts at 5. There's going to be a special Oilers Community Foundation online 50-50 put on during the uh, day. The game is going to be streamed on edmontonoilers.com. I think Bob and Jack are calling it. You're going to have... Pisani, DeBrusque, Larac, Strudwick, Scrivens playing in the game. Mike Keane, Sean Bell, Kevin Lowe coaching the Oilers team. Like I said, and all the net proceeds are going to go to the uh, Alberta Lungs Construction of Canada's first lung health and transplant recovery home. It's called Breathing Space. So that is uh, that is really, really cool. So go to the Oilers website tomorrow to pitch in there. It would be much appreciated. Kellen Kennedy back at the 630 Chip Broadcasting Compound. Kellen, I got to... I, I got I don't know what it is. I got a weird vibe tonight. I got some sort of strange energy. You got I, some pep I, in your step. I, I got some pep in my step. I got some scoot in my boot. I got some uh, I, I got harm in my arm. You know, I, I, <laughs> okay. I, got, I got a train in the brain. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel joy tonight for some reason. So hopefully you if you're listening, uh, you feel joy or less anger than you usually feel. I would also settle for that in this day and age. Yeah, so um, uh, McDavid in the fastest skater tomorrow, Dreisaitl in the accuracy shooting. Uh, they're doing some something with the fountains. They're doing something where players are going to shoot at giant playing cards and try to get 21 without busting. By the way, great Crazy. way to teach your kids blackjack tomorrow, everybody. It, let let the NHLers do it. <laughs> but, Papa, why are they shooting for 21? Oh, never you mind, Pepe. <laughs> That's the Homer and Pepe uh, voices from that. You know what Simpsons episode I'm talking about, Kellen? I love when, you, Pepsi, Homer, Pepe, Homer, whatever. I, I love you, Pepsi, yes. That's right. That was, uh, that was good, man. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time. I wonder if it's still a good show. Eh, probably not. Okay. 
Uh, you, of course, can get in touch. 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed. We will go there now and welcome five-time, six-time Stanley Cup champion, actually five-time with uh, five times with Edmonton, vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group. And, of course, he now has his number retired in the rafters at Rogers Place. Kevin Lowe checks in tonight. Kevin, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Now the team's back and winning way, it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, it affects the mood of the whole organization and the whole city, doesn't it? <laughs> You're used to that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. It's good to see. They deserve it. They've they've worked their way back. And, you know, uh, I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's been fun for sure. I, I, got, I, I don't know, Kevin, um, I don't know if you're glutton for punishment or what, but going back into coaching, is that <laughs> even if just for a day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's an, it's an honor to be back there. Uh, it's great to see some of the guys, you know, and uh, I don't think there'll be much coaching going on. It's just that I, I'm getting my hip replaced in a couple of weeks. Otherwise, I'd be playing, so... They, they wanted to stick me somewhere, so they stuck behind the bench. I hope once my hips are replaced, they'll invite me out to actually play. Well, that's awesome. And I, I talked to Fernando yesterday, and, and he's ready to go, so I think he's going to be uh, demanding a lot of ice time. So the, <laughs> he got a lot of guys who are ready. But, I mean, this is so awesome. I mean, Brent's sake, all the great events out at Sakers Acres, and, and this for uh, Alberta Lung, uh, I, I mean, wow, it's going to be such a great day. Yeah, it's great to have the, the Canadians coming in to to play. Uh, Brent, yes, does so much for the community that his door is always open. And, um, yeah, it looks like the weather, you know, it's not going to be as, as cold as it was for the uh, for his longest game. Uh, uh, I think it was last winter. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll raise some good money. I know there's a 50-50 associated with it, and, and all for the right cause, but uh, certainly the players that are playing in it, and myself included, and Yvonne Lambert, who's kind of my vintage, who's going to be behind the bench for the Canadians, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun. Now, are all the old rivalries and uh, battles, are, are they forgotten? <laughs> Can they ever be forgotten? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, heck, we even I run into some, Cal we had some Calgary Flames at a couple of the events this summer, and we seem to be, we seem to be friends anyways, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know the old, uh, it, I tell you, it takes a lot of years though. You know, you don't, uh, and, and the game has changed so much now. There's, there's, I think, I don't think, I don't know if players hold quite the grudges that, that we did in our era, but, um, uh, that's just good old fashioned competitiveness, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a, a great event for sure. And it, it has a lot of people thinking back to, uh, November of 03 with the Heritage Classic. And you know, I've talked to Mac T about it, and Fernando has had some memories about the cold. Uh, Nola, where for you? Where were you? Did you Were you in a box at Commonwealth, or were you out in the elements as well? No, I was out. Uh, I spent the first period beside the bench because I was concerned about the ice. We had some, we, there was a big concern about the ice. The ice was actually was so cold that the ice was very brittle. And um, and there was some talk of actually, you know, canceling the game, uh, not just the alumni game, but the other game. And, um, um, you know, Gary Bettman was involved and, and Bob Ganey as a manager of the Canadians. I was a manager of the Oilers. And, and I, I just, um, 
you know, I said to them at the time, I said, listen, we're going out. The old guys are going out to play before. Uh, it doesn't matter what the ice is like for us. And, you know, I'll give you a good, honest assessment. We'll all give you an honest assessment. And so Gary Bettman and Colin Campbell came right out, literally onto the ice after our game and said, what do you think? And I said, you know, I said, um, you know, and, and a lot of that had to do, was it too cold as well for the players? So we said, no, the temperature is no problem. The benches were warm. Not, not, not an issue, you know, one bit of an issue. The, however, the ice was very brittle. So uh, Dan Craig was there, uh, Edmontonian and longtime ice maker. And he said, um, he, he said, you know what, just give me an extra 15 minutes. I'll do a couple extra passes on this and we'll get it down as good as possible. So I watched the first period of that game. I wanted to see, uh, you know, how the, how, how the puck was. And he didn't want to be dangerous for the players. And, and uh, you know, fortunately enough, we got the game off. We didn't win, but... Uh, it was the first ever and, you know, uh, certainly the most memorable in, in, in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of memorable games, Kevin Lowe joining us then at Inside Sports. You and I actually haven't talked uh, since November 5th, the night of your Jersey retirement. And uh, a lot happened that week. So we were running into each other all the time. And then th- that game happens. <laughs> and it's 4-1 New York and then it's 4-4 and then it's 5-4 and then Connor scores and then uh, Leon wins it uh I, I don't know if you ordered that up but <laughs> what a night it, it was no and I certainly didn't order it up uh, and in fact at one point in the second period when the Rangers went up 4-1 I think uh if that was the case I'm, I looked over at Paul Coffey and I said oh god you know that's you know, you didn't want, you, you never, like, it's not that necessarily it was my night, but, you, you, you know, you, as a player, you don't want it to be a, dis, you don't want it to have been a distraction for the players, and it might have affected the, the outcome of the game. And, and Paul looked at me, he says, you know, we never win these nights, you know, whenever my night we lost, Gretz's night we lost, I, I didn't remember any of that. And then, you know, lo and behold, it turned around and, and you know, the, the team treated us to an unbelievable game. I mean, it's, We'll, we'll 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 never forget it. Not because it was my Jersey retirement night, it's because of what Connor Connor's goal and just the excitement in the overall game. It was yeah. it was really enjoyable. Yeah, it was awesome. Everything kind of came together for a special night for uh, for sure. Uh, Mac T had fun with you in his uh, speech, didn't he? Seventh best player on the <laughs> team, second best athlete in the family, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have expected anything else uh, or anything you know other than that. Yeah. We've had a long friendship, still strong to this day. And uh, I mean, he's such a, he's such a, he's a witty guy. He's an intelligent guy. And, um, you know, he's, he's one of the other greats. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I, I wanted to reflect as well. Uh, The all-star game is coming up this weekend. You know, things have changed. It's now the, the the three on three and it's uh it's pretty it's a pretty fun event which it always has been I, I think maybe there have been games along the way that were uh, a little more competitive or might have had some more compelling storylines and you were part of one of those because good old Northlands Coliseum hosted on February seventh nineteen eighty nine and oh by the way uh, a gentleman by the name of Wayne Gretzky was traded from Edmonton to Los Angeles in in the summer of 88 and I you know I know he'd already come back as a king but then he's coming back and on the Campbell conference and uh everything swirling around that uh I mean, do, you, do you remember the the vibe or the hype or all of a sudden you're Wayne's teammate again but you know it's just for that one night 
it was all pretty bizarre to be honest and and oh yeah we we uh you know glenn the say there was adamant that uh wayne would have his dressing room stall uh where he used to sit you know so that was kind of weird to see and of course you know fit in i mean the all-star game is always uh is a little awkward not awkward but it feels different because you're you're playing with guys you've never some of them never even met before but but it had uh it was it was a good couple days very memorable you know wayne got the mvp he gave the the prize was a car he gave it to dave Semenko. um uh, you know there was five oilers playing there glenn say there was a coach bruce mcgager was the honorary coach um and uh yeah edmonton put on a great show as it always does uh non-hockey related but the thing that comes to mind most is we had the after party at at Fantasyland at West Edmonton Mall. Of course, the mall was relatively new back then, and um, and I remember my my sister having too much to drink and going on to the roller coaster, and uh, unfortunately I had to find a garbage can quickly after she got off the roller coaster. So, <laughs> and she's older than me; she should have known better. <laughs> Definitely, my goodness. Well, I hope she's listening. <laughs> Or, or, or somebody will send her that. Somebody will send her that sound bite. That's a heck. That's a heck of a memory for sure. Did you? Um, I mean, there's there's a perception sometimes today that some players, if if you know if they can't go to the All Star game, that doesn't doesn't hurt their feelings. Did that exist when you played, or did or, you, you know what I'm saying? Right? Like it's it, no, not the perception at all. That's, has changed. Totally, and I'm I'm I'm. You know, to be honest, I'm frustrated with that. It's, it was such an honor to go to the All-Star game. It was, um, you know, I understand that it's become much more of a, a branding, marketing event, and, and there's a lot of demand on the players. I get it, but they're also paid a ton of dough. And But it's a, it's a phenomenon that started, my last All-Star game, I think, was 1993, and, and it started, I think, mid to late 90s. And uh, I don't remember it that way. I remember it being an honor. Um, we all look forward to going there and, and getting together. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I think the three-on-three formats helped out. I think going to Las Vegas has helped out. But, um, uh, you know, and they've had to try to do a bunch of things to try to retool the product. Um, you know, some of our games, they weren't, quite at the NHL grudge level, but I remember, uh, you know, a game in Pittsburgh and a game in St. Louis that I played in that was highly competitive. And, you know, there, there was, there was, uh, there wasn't much money on the line either. It was just, it was just, you know, old fashioned pride to want to win the game. And um, yeah, uh, it, it, it seems to be getting a little better and, and hopefully we'll have one here in the coming years. I know the organization has been trying to get one and, and uh, as I'm sure as Ice District continues to get built out, that uh, that'll be a nice way to show the world what we have here in Edmonton. And, and uh, again, Edmonton would put on a good show. Yeah, I agree. And a couple of players from the Oilers would likely be in the game too, which, which would be a, a nice bonus as well. Well, Kevin, I mean, this is awesome to catch up with you. Um, I hope everything's uh, well in your world. And uh, I know everybody's feeling a little better here with this 5-0-1 run. Have a great time tomorrow coaching a great cause for Alberta Lung at Sakers Acres, the alumni game against the Canadians. Hope that one uh, is an absolute blast for everybody and uh, Alberta Lung really benefits from that. Thank you so much for your time. 
Uh, Reed, thank you, and it's a pleasure as always speaking with you. Thank you. Right on. That is Kevin Lowe checking in tonight on Inside Sports. Well, it, I did not expect that memory of the All-Star game. His uh, sister becoming ill after going on a ride at Fantasyland in 1989. But we got that from Kevin tonight. And uh, little memories of the memory cl- of the uh, Heritage Classic as he'll coach outdoors tomorrow for that alumni game at Sakers Acres, raising money for breathing space. Uh, an Alberta Lung Initiative, a uh, lung and... Uh, It'd be Canada's first lung and health transplant recovery home called Breathing Space. So 50-50 tomorrow, go to the Oilers website and help out there if you can. Good to have Kevin on the show as uh, we get ready for the All-Star game this weekend. The skills competition tomorrow and then the game three on three coming up on Saturday night. Uh, No John Scott's in the game this year. (laughs) We've had a great interview with John Scott a few years ago about his memories of him, his all-star weekend where he got voted in and then was named the MVP for the weekend. That was pretty cool. Okay. Dylan Holloway is coming up between seven and seven 30. Then after the seven 30 news, Matt O'Donnell, formerly of the Edmonton Elks. He announced his retirement earlier today, all ahead on inside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sports. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent setting injury lawyers. All right. Dylan Holloway from the Condors coming up. Speaking of the Condors, Alex Stalock, who's uh, been an oiler for. Almost a year now, he was claimed off waivers from Minnesota back on March 1st of last year, has not played a game in the NHL as he's been recovering from myocarditis, has played a couple of times for the Condors now, has a win and a loss, 4.5 goals against average, 845 save percentage. Jay Woodcroft, the coach of the Condors, was talking to Stoff about Stalock's progress getting better every day um that's it's quite the ask i think you know i think his last game action was august of 2020 and uh you know he he came into um this situation here uh with a a great attitude uh first he had to clear the hurdle of getting through his physical make sure that he was healthy enough to be able to um join the team and whatnot he's put in a lot of really good work with our goaltending coach sylvan rodrigue um and we've introduced him here over time. I think he's a real competitor. Um, but, it, you know, he has the mindset that the rest of our team has, which is that, you know, we don't want anyone stealing our focus. And we want to make sure that uh, we're coming to the rink with an attitude that today matters most, that, that we're getting better every day. Yeah, well, wishing Staylock all the best, obviously. I mean, first of all, just being healthy in life, and if he can bake it back into the NHL, even better. But, uh, yeah, a couple appearances for the Condors, and hopefully he keeps improving. Oilers goaltending, always a discussion point. Miko Koskinen, 4-0-1 in his last five starts. Skinner got the win in Montreal against a depleted Canadians team. Looks like 
speculation is anyway, Mike Smith will be good to go on Tuesday against the Vegas Golden Knights, then probably Koskinen on Wednesday as they got the back-to-back uh, -back as they come out of the All-Star break. But uh, another storyline to follow there for the Oilers. We will visit with Dylan Holloway in a few minutes. Matt O'Donnell ahead too. Giant offensive lineman. Great career with the Edmonton Elks. He has decided to retire, so we'll see what is next for him and what led to this decision. But yeah, Dylan Holloway coming up between 7 and 7.30. Inside Sports on Chad. Good to have you along for the ride. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.